The podcast is called The Hero's Path, and it's where Zach is playing Breath of the Wild. That's me. My name's Ryan. I'm Zach. I'm the one who's playing Breath of the Wild. Ryan's also playing it, but just in like, in in enough to like, In between playing Pikmin 3 and Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, did you get that? Animal Crossing and Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, wait, did you? Oh, yeah, you have all those games. I yeah. thought you I thought you said Age of Calamity, and I was like, you don't have Age of Calamity. No. I don't have Age of Calamity, because I have to play the first game first, obviously. Right. Uh, and I'm doing that. I've been playing Breath of the Wild. This is week something or other. Uh, this is week six. Six. This is the sixth week. Uh, playing it in these tiny portions has, is an exercise in patience, and... Some weeks are easier than others. This was definitely a week where I wanted to keep going, but I I had to mm. stop. Um, even though I didn't do too too much this time around, I kind of last week was the DLC armor quest, and I started this week intending to continue the DLC armor quest, and I kind of ended up stopping that. I see. Well, we'll get into that. When we it, when we get to the part of the story where you gave up on that, we'll talk about you giving up on that. Well, it happens like right now because what? Oh, do you, do we want to talk first about this? I, oh. I'm looking at your notes and it okay. says first you did Rota U Shrine. Oh, that's because the last time I ended and I forgot to do that shrine before I stopped turning the game off. Uh, Rota U ah. Shrine is the one by the stable on the way to. It's the stable by the Coliseum. Oh, okay, the outskirts table. Okay, I couldn't remember the name of that one, but yeah. Uh, it's, so it, right. That shrine has a weird puzzle where there's like a like a crystal switch that will rotate part of this level such that you're supposed to like put an orb in a basket and then hit the switch to flip the basket so the orb falls into a thing. It's Is this with the changing water levels? no that's oh, one later okay. on that i also did the session wait a second i was looking up rota U shrine and it has water levels were there water levels oh there were the water levels no you're totally thing? right you're totally right because okay. then there's a switch that you have to put a thing on okay right now now i'm mixing them up hold on let me scroll down further oh, into my notes too bad they didn't give these shrines names that made it look a sense well most of the names are all palindromes of devs right and like, anagrams of or, and or like corruptions i think <laughs> yeah right it's not necessarily a. well i i like we suppose that they are but i think mm-hmm. we only have evidence for a few of them being based on the names of devs and then a bunch of them could just be nonsense or could be other jokes or it's hard to say like i have no idea what kind of japanese name turns into rota like otaru or otara or i don't know yeah oh yeah, yeah I, you're, I, sure, you're smart I, I could see somewhere there but anyways uh okay so what shrine did you really do zach this one rota shrine okay it was kind of nothing it was kind of oh nothing. no i okay sorry um i, I was, was right i was wrong because i was thinking about the one you did later yes that's what i said so okay sorry so this one has... Uh, Rota Shrine, like, yes. It has the rotating basket thing, and you're supposed to dunk the thing with the thing. Um, and then you're supposed to, like, manipulate the level 
to be shot up into the air. And yeah. I just got really close to the edge and jumped in a way that I just went past the part that was... It's hard to... This is hard to explain with words. Suffice it to say, the game did not want me to do a thing without manipulating the environment, and I did it without manipulating the environment. So you kind of cheesed your way through. You found an unintended solution. Uh-huh. And there are so many of these in Breath of the Wild. There's extremely the seems to delight in... You know, in like so many other games, especially other Zelda games, there are so many like railings on puzzles to make sure you do things exactly this right way. And in Breath of the Wild, they clearly they had to kick someone off the team whose job it was to enforce correct solutions. And now it's uh, just I don't know that necessarily kick somebody off. I think it was more just a evolution I'm in the design process. Metaphorically. Okay, if you say so. I, th- I, I do think that they it, probably didn't kick a, you know, put a person out on the street. No. Now this guy has to beg. He used to be a game designer. Now he's asking for scraps because his I th- job, I think like a buggy whip manufacturer, was coming up with ways to deny creativity in games. But what I do think is that they had to really change their approach. Yes. Like change their way of thinking about how to design a puzzle mm-hmm. and there has got to be like that instinct that says okay but make sure that you do it like this or else they'll be able to get around what you intend mm-hmm. and they had to suppress that and create these puzzles that are you know like often you feel like you're finding the intended solution right but you might be doing something totally nonsense so i think that it, it it it's it's really tricky when you talk about a lot of game dev stuff because especially looking at studios outside that they're not english speaking like we have kind of comparatively little to go off of in exactly how much work it's done by who and stuff like that so a lot of game dev ends up being and this is a, all over ends up being you look at the director of the game, the producer of the game, like the big names, and you kind of put everything on yeah. that person. Sure. But so with a grain of salt, like, you know, uh, I do want to say that uh, Eiji Aonuma, the longtime director slash producer of the series, seems to have taken maybe a little more hands-off approach on this game and kind of let Could the be. young and maybe perhaps let some of the younger devs drive things a little bit more and yeah you could see that interpretation of events and be like okay that kind of makes sense why this is a little more open and freewheeling than before yeah i can believe that so you could say that rather than getting kicked to the street they just promoted the guy Ooh, and now well, they he's... didn't they didn't promote that guy because that guy's job was to enforce single solution puzzles yeah but so they, they promoted they, they promoted him out of the directorial position and into like an executive position where he can't be bothered oh, to look that closely. Interesting. What's this guy's name? Aonuma? Aj Aonuma. Oh, I, I didn't realize we were still talking about Aonuma. Yeah, okay. I thought we were going to invent a name for the guy who got kicked out on the street and well, that, got promoted. That's, but no, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. I And again, it's hard to, like, that's kind of a thought uh a, a fictitious representation of probably a much more complicated actual working situation. Sure. 
Well, we don't but... know anything. We don't have to know anything. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> you know what they do on these things? They make stuff up. People make stuff up all the time on podcasts. They speculate. And then they form really, really strong opinions about facts that they themselves invented. You'll love to see it. Okay, that, that's that shrine. Okay. That shrine was quick and easy. Um, yeah, good. That was a, I didn't do that last time, so I had to do that this time. So, on the DLC item quest, there's kind of two sides. There's an external one and an external, Misko's external one and Misko's external two. Misko's the famous bandit that stole a bunch of cool artifacts and hid them around. Uh, do you know where Misko comes from? Because mm. I just figured this out recently. Mm, is it an anagram or something? No, I mean, oh, <laughs> maybe. But, like, within Breath of the Wild... Oh, yeah, he's an established character. He's an established character. Not, like, a guy you meet, but no. someone they talk about. There is another a quest, quest at, yeah. uh, what is it, the Dueling Peaks stable. Yep. Um, there are these brothers who are talking about the famous thief, Misko. Yeah. And it's just this one-off, very simple little quest where you kind of solve a puzzle and find some treasure. But then they grew this personage out into yeah a bunch of DLC quests. That I makes like sense. A lot. Yeah, it makes sense. I have that quest. I have not completed that quest. I did it my last playthrough. I know where the his treasure trove is at, but I'm way more interested in getting like Tingle's outfit than mm. some gems. Uh, so I went to where the journal for the second dlc stuff the external two is so it's in the dea village ruins which is uh sort of between the dueling peaks and like lake hylia yeah in like a little valley uh and i got that journal and it turns out all of those quests for those dlc items send you off into pharaon province and i'm like oh into the jungle i don't want to go there yet so sure. I'm just going to hold off on all of those until I feel like going down there. <laughs> we will get the Phantom Ganon armor or whatever later. I think that's one of them. I forget. Sounds right. Uh, the Day of Village Ruins is interesting. It's another, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of ruins in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like flooded in the same way that like the Sage Temple was. But it's not a yes. long... A river or another body of water as far as i can tell right it's basically on top of a hill right no it's down in a little it's down in a but little valley the, or am i wrong i guess i'm wrong i i the the way you that i always approach it makes it feel like the lake is higher up than all the water surrounding but i guess it's on the same basic level it's on the same basic level as the river that's a little bit near it yeah. but like it doesn't come anywhere close to approaching any of it we did a a different podcast before where i permitted myself to go off on a rant about how water works in zelda games and came to the conclusion that in this game it doesn't make a lick of sense i'm gonna have to spend more time on that subject because i'm very curious to jump in some rivers and get go for some swims here one of these days okay. but um i just the... want to say one thing okay. about the water in this game okay there are all these rivers there's a huge ocean there's a total of one river 
that flows out into the ocean. Yeah. Everything else just kind of flows and then kind of stops. And uh, it's it's frustrating if you uh, pay attention to it and want it to make sense. Uh, well, we'll we'll keep some we'll keep some eyes out for that. Maybe we can try and make sense of it. Uh, but now you act like I haven't thought about this for I'm half gonna, an hour already. Okay, I know you have, but I still have many half an hour <laughs> to think about this, and I have not thought about this yet, except for Day of Village here, which I did come up with like an internal, well, like maybe solution to the problem, and it's maybe the whole village like sank. Maybe it was on bad, faulty ground and kind of sank mm. into like a swamp kind of a thing. That's my my running theory as to what happened to this village. Could be. Maybe we'll find out in Age of Calamity that it was higher up before. I don't think. Well, anyway, no, what did you show. do next uh, in this game? You give up on oh, the DLC quest. I gave up on the DLC quest. I fought a Mossy Talus. The game doesn't call them Mossy Taluses, but he was definitely like a cool Mossy Rock. Cool. Uh, I continue to be fooled by the the the, the camouflage Talus one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Just 100% of the good. time. I'm like, it's a rock. I'm going to climb on this. Oh, no, that was Talus. <laughs> Every time. Uh, I am a child. Uh, so, okay. Did I you gave... know that a Talus is like the name of one of the bones in your hand? Yes. Am I right about that? Yes. The Talus is not a carpal bone. It is not a carpal bone. It is a bone in the ankle. It is a parcel bone parcel bone and then so let's see okay so i gave up on that and i was like okay well there's still one piece of the armor from last time that i did not collect and that is tingle's trousers mm, and I where did, are those they were at the uh the the prison the hyrule castle town prison uh, so I had to go there, so I made that, I decided to make a big trip through Hyrule Castle Town. Okay, so, before you get to Hyrule Castle Town, you're okay. in Dale Village, you kill. did you kill the Talus? Did you I killed it? that Talus, I beat that Talus. Okay, did you walk to Hyrule Castle Town? Oh, no, I, how did you get there? I warped to, which stable is this? Wetland Stable. Okay. And then I walked from Wetland Stable towards the... Uh, Hyrule Forest Park. Uh, yes. Hyrule Forest Park. Is that island just east of the castle? I had never been here before. I did not even come into this area the first time I played this game. It's a very interesting little place. Because I, I had kind of the same experience. It was a long time before I approached this area. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not really on the way to anywhere. Like not, yeah. Uh, there's no shrines on it, am I right? You're correct. There are no shrines. Okay. Uh, so, there, uh, there was a yeah. uh, a Stalnox that I ran into at night was the most uh, noteworthy thing there. There is a guardian that wanders around there too, right? I, there's so Maybe many guardians that I've stopped oh, okay. even registering them in my head. I'm just like, oh, it's another one. <laughs> How is the Stalnox fight? Fine. Uh, so on my way towards there when i was running through the apple forest i got in a fight with a blue hinox that stopped me in one hit 
And so when I ended up uh, up against the Stalnox in the Hyrule Forest Park, I expected to get wrecked, and I actually held my own pretty well. Okay. I don't know if that means that they're easier or if I just got way better. <laughs> Hard well, to say. Well, they're kind of... I I don't know. I like. I'm not an expert, I guess, on fighting Stalnoxes. They. The, the thing the the extra step of the eye, uh, makes it is a barrier to me fully understanding what to. I'm still not sure I know the correct way to, fight them. Well, whatever I did was the correct way. <laughs> Uh, though I could not identify to you exactly what it was. Okay. Uh, Ohio Forest Park has one of these th- big, uh, oh gosh, what are they called? These columns, these big uh, pillars that surround Hyrule Castle. Yes. And these are cool? They are cool. It's an interesting thing, like, does the game say that they're part of a security system? So, I've been doing some reading. Uh, Ah! I've got the uh, Legend of Zelda creating a champion book that has a lot of of information in it. Um, And it points out, and is is it makes sense to, it makes sense to me in cutscenes and stuff when you see them rise up they start spitting out guardians and so these big pillar things they are just guardian storage okay uh and they are part of that that act the defense system which is the whole network of towers and guardians and all that stuff so them popping up was like the defense system activating, but also it was all corrupted by Ganon's malice. Ah, uh, yes. I think it's cool that you can't climb them. You you can try really hard. I definitely got on top of one at one point last time I played this game. Well, did you do it by <laughs> floating down from on top? I forget. I think I cheesed it somehow. Okay. But anyways, yeah, these big cool. They're very are... they're very cool looking. It's very evocative. Yeah. Uh, okay, I stopped messing around there, and I started heading into Hyrule Castle Town. Okay. Uh, I very- this ended up just not being terribly interesting to talk about, (laughs) I don't think. Uh, Hyrule Castle Town is ruined, as you can imagine. It's full of a million guardians. Sure. Uh, a lot of chests with a lot of loot. I got a lot of good loot while I was there. A lot of bomb arrows, a lot of money- at some point, I found one ancient arrow. Oh, wow. So I have a ancient arrow at my disposal, which is pretty <laughs> good. Uh, what do my notes say? You have to tell us what you end up using that ancient arrow for. I will probably end up wasting it somehow. It'll be fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's not a ton to talk about. It's all coded in that malice stuff, which is sure. the, the Calamity Ganon corruption substance of the game yeah yeah uh and just ended up being a very slow crawl through this town um did you feel like you were in a stealth game i've definitely played it that way going through some of these sections before but here 
I was pretty much just engaging with like one enemy at a time as best as I could. Okay. Were you actually taking out the guardians? Yes. You're fighting all these guardians? Yeah, I was fighting everything. Jeez, okay. It just takes a long time. (laughs) And a lot of trial and error and a lot of, oh, that one beat me. Try again. Oh, well, that one beat me. Try again. (laughs) I have a lot of ancient materials. I'm very excited to go visit Robbie. But you got to the prison. Yeah, I went through all the way through. Oh, before we get over to the prison, it's cool. Hyrule Castle Town is cool. How so, Zach? I ha- I had a better statement, but that's where I ended up. Uh, so, you know, Hyrule Castle Town here in this game is very much based off the Twilight Princess version of Hyrule Castle Town, with like the the fountains extremely similar. Okay. And kind of this little central square is very similar, and even that you can trace back to Ocarina of Time. Um, I sure. tried to look around. There's definitely, like, establishing shots and concept art of the town before it was ruined, but I'm not certain that there's a full model available for, like, Hmm. people to run around in. Huh. Why is that tickling my memory? I think you see it in cutscenes, and I think it's, like, it looks good from a certain angle, but if you were to look at it a different direction, you'd realize it's just Uh. not even complete or, like make sense okay i suspect i suspect that's the case with it so and i'm not even sure that you go into hyrule castle town in age of calamity when i get there i'll have to find out when you get to the game age of calamity correct in okay months (laughs) however long it takes (laughs) oh there was a minor test of strength outside of castle town that's kata chuki shrine um, is that the one that is, that, that's on the mainland, it's not on the, uh, Castle Town Prison Island, right? No, this one is just outside of the town itself. Okay. That's a good one to have for when you're warping back to. It totally is. There is a shrine on Hyrule Castle Town Prison Island, but I didn't know it was there and I did not get it. Ah! Uh, I'm yeah, it's, it's a cool... It, it's hidden in a cool way, uh, uh, but if you I, didn't I, see it, then we won't we won't get into it right. I can't. Now. I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell you about what's inside of it. Uh, so I went to Castletown Prison. I found Tingle's pants. I can now be the man himself. <laughs> uh, now in your notes, you say, uh, "Does that mean Tingle died in jail?" I crossed those which notes is out. You're funny. Not supposed to read that. Well, <laughs> it's interesting to me that Tingle, we met Tingle in jail in Wind Waker, right? That's correct. So, is th- that might have been intentional to put part of but the Tingle set in prison. I, I, part of it, yeah, because there's definitely, there, there's the other parts are elsewhere, so maybe they somebody thought that was a good joke. Yeah. He's not in in jail in any other games, though, is he? Tingle? I don't think so. Tingle's in Majora's Mask and then Wind Waker. No, I mean, but but he's not in jail in in Majora's Mask. Oh, I missed that part. Uh, He does not end up in jail in any other Zelda game. Okay. 
there's a part in the second Tingle game where he's in jail briefly. Have you played all the Tingle games? Oh, no, I watched the uh, Riff and Jenny's Let's Play of the second Tingle game. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Uh, I would never play it myself, but I would highly recommend people watch their play of it because it is just a miraculously bizarre video game. Well, between that game and Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild, I think we can see kind of a running gag forming that Tingle is a guy who goes to jail a lot. And this will eventually be part of his character, but we're still in its infancy. When's the last time Tingle showed up? Tingle hasn't shown up in person in some time. I hope he's okay. He's in Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, you're totally right. I forgot about that. Also, I'm really bad at Cadence of Hyrule. Okay, anyway. I'm getting good at it. I'm glad you're getting good at it because somebody needs to be good at that game. That's not me. Okay. Well, I'll do my Uh, Cadence of Hyrule podcast alone. Now... You don't have to be there while I brag about being able to, for example, get all the way through without dying. Um, For example, that's I haven't even done that yet, but I will get good at it. Anyway, uh, what did you do anyway. next? Uh, so having accomplished my task to get all the round one DLC armor... Uh, I figured I would set up for the next big thing I wanted to do and start heading towards the Great Hyrule Forest. Okay. So I went back to the Wetland Stable and just kind of headed up north-ish. Uh, things I saw along the way... There's a really cool, like, vignette area off the road that I never saw before where you go into, like, a little glen... And there's just a bear. There's like a pair of bears in a cave. And like a Korok you can get. I think I know what you're talking about. And that's it. That's all that's there. It was just like, hey, we put some bears that live here. It's fine. And I'm like, that's pleasant. I think I shot one one of the bears with an arrow, which is less pleasant. But, you know. Well, they had it coming. They're bears. Uh, Survival of the fittest. Uh, I did more shrines. Uh, I did... Oh, I did Sherata uh, Shrine. That's the one we were talking about earlier. With the water level yes. changing. Yes, yes. It's got the water level changing. It's got a rotating laser. Yes. Uh, I still don't know the actual intended way to complete the shrine. Well, I, while preparing for this podcast, looked it up, and the video I found... I was like, that's not how I did this. (laughs) So it's really, um, we have, uh, what's the, these shrines, the names are impossible. The Rota'u shrine was an example of a shrine where there's pretty clearly an intended solution, but the edges are fuzzy enough that you can get through in a weird way. Yeah. Now we have, say the name again. This one is Sherata. Sherata Shrine, where there might be an intended solution, but it's so open, there are no railings, so to speak, that you really are just kind of 
banging your head against or, you know, <laughs> doing whatever you can to overcome uh, what's more of a, I, I'd almost say more of a situation than a puzzle, right? It suggests a puzzle that never became apparent to me. Yeah. It had, like, the signposts of a puzzle, but I still don't see there actually being, like, an intended solution to this thing. But maybe that's just a a, a, a result of the game systems just being open for you to kind of do extra stuff, you know? I I don't know, because I feel like, again, if they wanted to, they could have pointed much more directly at the intended solution. Mm. And it might be at, like, there. this is a, a possible format for design, right? To just say, well, I'm going to put in a swirly laser here and a water spout here. And, uh, you know, then I'm going to have someone else on the team find out whether they can solve it. And, you know, if it's solvable, then great. And if it's fun, then great. Or if I need to change, you know, like it's possible to design in that kind of not, uh, it's possible to design something without knowing where you're going with it. Right. Yeah, I think so. I still think that. In a Nintendo first-party game, there probably was some sort of intended solution eventually to this. Hmm. Uh, yeah. But I just used bomb arrows and cheesed it. It was great. How did you use bomb arrows? I just, uh, I got to where I needed to be, and you have to put a thing on a switch, so you have to change the water level to be low, so I used that bomb arrow to hit the switch, and then... You have to hit the switch again so the gate opens or something like that. I forget the actual... So okay, you just have wait. to bomb arrow and run really fast. The switch... Can't you just hit it with a regular arrow? If you were really good at aiming, maybe, but like there was enough <laughs> obstacles in the way that I couldn't hit it directly. Okay. I would have to arc a shot over a thing, and I think I tried a couple times and said, forget this, I have bomb arrows. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. But also, like, the solution I read online to this suggested you're supposed to put, like, a bomb over there anyways. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like an intended solution either. So, who knows? Very who knows? weird. We're Very never going to know. No one's ever going to do an interview where they're like, do you remember this specific shrine? What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, never gonna happen. don't say never, because now I want to do that. Oh, no. Okay. Pack your uh, bags. We got one more shrine to talk about. Oh, yeah, I hate this one. So, Miro Shaz Shrine. Uh, I'd forgotten about this. <sighs> uh, but I remember it now. So let's set it up. It is a golfing minigame. What's the name of that uh, stable? Uh, this is Woodland Stable? The Woodland Stable is a very cute... They're all very cute. Very cute stable. It has this pond next to it. And then, like, a cliff over the pond and a little path running along under the cliff to this shrine. So, like everything else in this game, a very beautiful, very, uh, like, directional scene where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go over there. And you go into this shrine and it's the devil. It's bad. I mean, it's good, but it's bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have a uh, it's one of the balls. You need to get a ball into a hole like in most shrines. But the ball is way over here and you need to hit it into the hole with stasis and momentum. And you're right, it's a golf mini game. They give you a hammer. But like I hate it so much because I'm not it's good rough. at the precision. It's rough. And so I'd forgotten that this was a thing. And so you line up your shot, you try real hard, and I got it, right? Like after a certain amount of effort, I got the ball in the hole. I was able to progress to the monk waiting to give me a prize. However, however, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm 100%ing this game, right? And so that means I need to get all of the chests in all of the shrines. There is a extra challenge mode after the monk where you go down and there is a second shot you have to make. This time yeah. around a bunch of obstacles. It's still kind of the same shot, but there's just stuff in the way. Yeah. Well, and getting the shot the first time was mostly a matter of luck, right? Yeah. For me, it was. But the second one, I spent a ton of time, and I wasted a ton of weapons trying to get it, including, like, all the weapons they gave me, including a very nice, like, spear that I got in the castle town, and I did not get it. So I have not completed the shrine yet. I have to come back here at some point in this playthrough and try again when I'm more prepared and better at the game. Okay. Okay. I might look at a guide. I don't know. I was struggling very hard. Go ahead and look at a guide. There's no dishonor in cheating on a dishonorable puzzle. I don't think it's dishonorable because it's, you know, I got through the actual, like, shrine one. Fine. This is just the extra bonus stuff. But I'm here for all the extra bonus stuff this time. So I got to do what I got to do. Okay. Okay, let's talk uh, about the next place. The next place is very good. The next place is very interesting. It's the military training camp. It's like... How do you describe it? It's like this hillside... A hillside covered in mud. Yeah. Deadly mud. With, like, this crazy shanty town of skulls and uh, really crude... Structure. This is stuff that has been built up by Ganon's army, the yeah. Bokoblins and Moblins and Lizalfos. Um and a wizard have and a wizard have, uh, you know, kind of lashed this little. It could almost be a town, but they call it a military training camp uh, together, and. It's a bunch of it is like in the middle of this deadly mud that mm-hmm. Lizalfos can swim through, but kills everyone else instantly. And you have to like, well, at the center of it or like on top of it is one of the Shika towers that you need to get the map. So it's very important. And it becomes, again, one of these dungeons outside of the normal dungeon structure of the game yeah and this is a really a really good one because you can kind of get to the central area to like you can approach the uh part with the uh tower in any number of ways 
but then you get to a point where there's one kind of obvious path to get to the tower and but you can also try and you know approach it in a weird other way as well like um, i did yes what did you oh, do not, not nothing that exciting i just came from like south of it and just cryonist over to the base and then just climbed up from there and you didn't have any trouble with monsters killing you as you cryonist across the mud I had taken out most of the monsters on the south bank of the swamp, ah, so okay. I, I, I had cleared that section out, and I looked over at the big tower, and I'm like, I need to go eat something, I need to finish this playthrough, so I'm just going to climb up this side. Okay. I and love so, this tower, because it has a skull stuck on top of it. I love, okay, the skull's awesome, okay? So, like, we saw at the very beginning cutscene that all of the Sheikah Towers were, like, submerged, like, into the ground. Yeah. And that activating the first tower caused the Sheikah Tower, to, all the Sheikah Towers to spring up. And so this mm-hmm. one clearly had a skull base on top of it. And so the Sheikah Tower shoots up into the air and brings the skull with it. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's very, so wait, the Sheikah, all that technology supposedly is 10,000 years old, right? Yes. Okay. So this kind of plays into a a very stupid question that I don't really need to consider seriously right now. Okay. But these skulls that we see and the many places where there's like ribs sticking out of the ground and the bottomless swamp where we had like a giant demon skull. Um, are these the bones of dead creatures? The... The big demon skull, I don't know. I I really think that these skulls that you see are just constructed bases. It certainly reason. makes sense here that that would be the case, yeah. Uh, there's definitely large ruins of creatures that are out there, but I don't think there's just a uh, some sort of large monster larger than a Hinox running around just to dispense skulls everywhere. I don't think that's the case. I think these are constructed bases. Okay. There's a summon skull spell that all bokoblins know the bokoblins like their culture just involves forming clay into you know like you could make make just a clay dome but that's not how you do it in bokoblin culture it has to be a skull why not why wouldn't you why wouldn't you make it a skull well it's rad totally the other rad thing is that yes. if you crawl out on top of the skull, on top of the uh, tower, there's You're a royal my detail. What? Yes. Yes. Just, the... I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> okay, you finish the sentence then. A royal b- greatsword is it? Yeah. Very big sword. Very it's big. Stuck sword. in the top of the sword, the skull, and that respawns with every blood moon. And you can get right back to it because it's, you know, a warp point. It's a tower. Mm-hmm. So I uh, have farmed this royal greatsword many times. That's good to know that respawns. I'm still trying to piece together what respawns and what doesn't respawn with blood moons. Basically, chests don't respawn, but enemies and, like, worldly world-placed items are fair game. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Because I know I've definitely farmed, like, hammers and stuff. And like wood axes. Uh oh, we gotta talk about my hole. Oh yes. 
I posted a hole on the on the Twitter for all the people to see. I'm very excited. Uh, so I found a spot on the cliff in the military camp where I was walking up the hill or something, and I fell and I freaked out because I was falling down a hole. But I'm like, wait, why is there a hole here? Mm-hmm. And it's totally like a seam in the game that wasn't quite pa- like cleaned over correctly or something and there's this tiny little crevice that you can fall it's into it's like a, a single bad vertex yeah. in the geometry yeah that... and you fall in and the camera goes crazy it can't deal pretty good uh and you don't seem to fall through all the way either which is what i thought was going to happen when i first fell in and i freaked out <laughs> Right, right. You can't seem to. I, I haven't tried to fall beneath the level yet, but I don't think this is a spot to do it. Uh, very good. Good job finding. I, that. I, I, I hope people enjoy my hole. <laughs> but isn't it just for you? Oh, that was the thing. Is I, I started googling around to see if anybody else had noted it, and I found a Reddit post where somebody mentioned this hole. Oh, it's the same one. The same hole. I imagine. I imagine there's got to be more than one. You know mistake in the world geometry in this totally and i mean it's such a big world that like it's absurd that there's not more than just a little bit here and there yeah they did a good job it's a a good game in a future episode i need to dig into some of the some of the developers because i know that the open world stuff they brought in um oh what is the name of the it's the guys that do the xeno xeno blade games that dev i want to apologize for snoring about one of those games on an earlier episode well those guys came aboard to help make open world stuff because they've done a lot of open world stuff so uh because a lot of people would snore at this podcast i might snore at this podcast when i revisit it it in several months who knows well uh, we'll talk about the staff later. What do you think you're going to do for the next episode of this podcast? So I am geared up and ready to go into the Great Hyrule Forest. I want to just knock out pretty much everything that's there. I need more shrines is where we're at. So there are I know there are four shrines in there that I can do in pretty quick succession and get myself powered up a little bit more because I'm still way underpowered. Okay. Good luck. 